Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. conditioning oh my goodness how's your friday going into the weekend we go thanks for starting it here on inside sports a lot to keep an eye on some uh, fun chats we're going to have with a couple of people tonight we got a former edmonton oil king currently playing in the national hockey league well his team's not in anymore but they had a pretty good year we're going to catch up with him a little bit later on we'll tee up the elks and the rough riders that is on sunday right here on 6 30 ched elks getting their season going at home and it is a 3 30 countdown to kick off here on 6 30 ched with brendan escott and then we got the play-by-play Morley Scott, Dave Campbell at five, David Bowles, Blake Dermott, also part of our broadcast crew. In terms of what's going on tonight, we got the chicken dinner series, Heat Nuggets, continuing. In about half an hour, Denver up two games to one on Miami in the NBA Finals. Blue Jays hosting Minnesota, top of the fifth. No score in that game. No score in that game. Gray and Kikuchi are the pitchers in that one. We'll keep an eye on that one for you. I got to tell you about this. This is really cool. We got an Edmontonian doing very well at the Canadian Open. A young man who has, well, I guess he's not like a super young man anymore, but he's still relatively young. Uh, a, a guy who's been on this show several times over the years. Uh, he won the key, uh, Canadian uh, Tour event in Edmonton last season by chipping in on uh, the first playoff hole. Will Bateman, he shot 66 today in the second round of the Canadian Open. Had a 74 yesterday, but bounced back today with a 66. So he is four under par. He's only five shots off the lead. Now, he's got to hop over a lot of golfers. He's tied for 23rd. But still, this is uh, this is a, a great showing to this point for Will Bateman. It is Carl Yuan in the lead. He is nine under par. Three guys tied, uh, pardon me, four guys tied for second at eight under par, including Canadian Corey Connors. So shaping up to be a pretty good weekend. Uh, Adam Hadwin, another Canadian five under. Roger Sloan, Canadian five under. And then, like I said, you got Bateman at four under. Uh, Rory McIlroy's in the mix at six under par. So quick update there from the Canadian Open. So really, really positive for uh, Will Bateman, who I reached out to uh, this afternoon uh, to see if he might have time to join us tonight. He said, Reed, I, I, I want to talk to you guys, but let's do it next week after the tournament is over. So uh, really good, though. Will Bateman making the cut and a, really a sparkling 66 today at the Canadian Open. Four under for the tournament. Can also tell you, Jelena Mergenovic, 
legendary boxer from Edmonton. We had her on the show last week to tee up this fight. It was last night in California, and she did win over Callista Silgado. She got the majority decision. Two judges scored it for Jelena. One of them 96-94, the other one 97-93. The third judge had it at a draw, 95-95. So Jelena Marjanovic gets the win, 42-12-2 now in uh, her storied career. So good for her to pick up that decision last night. Uh, CFL tonight. We got a game kicking off here at about half an hour. Bo Levi Mitchell making his Hamilton Tiger Cats debut as uh, they take on the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And as we've talked about on this show several times, Winnipeg expected to once again be the class of the West, probably the league. Is it a little wide open after that? BC, a bit of a statement last night going into Calgary to win 25-15. Perhaps uh, a down year for the Stamps, who have been a perennial, not always power, but sometimes a power, usually at least a very good team in the Canadian Football League. They, they might be having a tough go this season. Anyway, early, but uh, BC won the opener last night. Hamilton and Winnipeg tonight. Ottawa-Montreal tomorrow, and then, of course, the uh, Elks game coming up on Sunday against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Happy to hear from you this evening. Seven, eight, and we, we will remember this number because we're going to be doing a couple of trivia questions tonight to give away uh, Inside Sports Canned Ham t-shirts provided by Elite Promotional Marketing. 780-496-0063 is the hotline powered by Certainty, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. Certainty Pro all the way. You can email the show inside sports at 630ched.com. You can follow me on Twitter. Send me a message there if you like at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. Spelling the same way as uh, Dominique Wilkins spells his last name he had a much better basketball career than i did all right kellen kennedy's down the hallway in the 630 chad studio hey kellen how are you doing buddy keeping cool is it hot is it hot in there it's quite nice in uh, the hockey studio here today Uh, you know what we've got it better uh i was here briefly for a meeting this afternoon and it was quite stifling in here when i wasn't here but uh, shout out to Derek scott who is producing for chelsea bird this afternoon uh he figured out a way to cool things off in here so right now it's actually quite lovely you also took off that uh that lamb wool sweater you were wearing Yes. You, you decided maybe I shouldn't be wearing this on such a hot day. Yes. Well, you know, it's it's uh, it's, it's classic uh, Hudson's Bay of Canada fur from like the 1800s. Yeah. Read, so. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were thinking this is going to be an all-weather sweater. Well, exactly. ma- maybe not quite. We're over 30, aren't we? That's hot. I'm, yes. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I think we'd be pushing, what, uh, high 80s, early 90s on the... Uh, Old, uh, I think they say low 90s when low it's 90s? temperatures, not early 90s. Oh, okay. I think that's more of an age or time yeah, thing. Exactly right. So I don't know why are you why are, no, why would you possibly give the Fahrenheit temperature? I don't just nobody understands Fahrenheit anymore. There might be some friends. Well, some the people might south of the border are trying to equate how hot it is. So oh, okay, well, I was not thinking of our American listeners. My apologies, America. <laughs> I guess maybe I should apologize for all the smoke, too, that they especially got on the East Coast. Anyway, yeah. uh, remember our, our phone number because we're going to do a couple of trivia questions tonight. Now, as for the Elks, yes, they lost both preseason games, but there were some good showings by players who are probably going to be starters. They've brought in some good players. Eugene Lewis leading the way. TSN picked him as the second-best player in the league in their preseason top 50 after Zach Kalaros. You got uh, Dunbar in as a receiver. You got Kyron Moore. 
Uh, you know, you got Cornelius coming into his third season. Kevin Brown, who was here last season, looks good at running back. Shannon Brooks, also at running back, was strong in the exhibition games. Dylan Mitchell, you hear a lot of good things about him at receiver. So, yeah, they, they, lost, their, they lost their two preseason games, but uh, certainly it looks like the Elks are going to be improved which, again, I know isn't hard to do because, as I've said, the, the last two and a half seasons is uh, right down there for one of the worst extended runs in the history of the team. Early 60s, they were pretty bad. The Elks have gone 9-32 and 32 in their last 41 regular season games, and we all know about the home field uh, losing streak. We read off all the dates to that a couple of days ago, and that was our trivia question, why did I read off those dates? And uh, Ben called in and knew that it was the uh, it was uh, all the dates for the 17 home losses. We're going to have another list for trivia here in a few minutes. So, okay, I, I think fair to say, so, you know, some optimism for the, I'm not saying great Cup optimism, but certainly competitive optimism, maybe a little more exciting maybe a few more playmakers. So that's all ramping up to the game on Sunday. But then we get this from Chris Jones today, the head coach of the team. This is not necessarily what you want to hear. He wasn't happy with today's practice. It was our worst practice of the year so far. You know, we we can't line up and run base plays with have, uh, without having missed assignments and and uh, time counts with our B group and things that we've not done that were uncharacteristic of us the entire camp. And yet today we somehow on day three find a way to come out here and that's what we brought to the uh, to the workplace. So it's not going to happen and that's not what we're going to be about. All right. Well, and that's. I hope that's not what they're going to be about. Two ways to win. Make more plays than your opponent and or make fewer mistakes than your opponent. Why were the Elks lousy the last two years? Well, they, they didn't make more plays than their opponents most games, and, and they certainly made more mistakes than their opponents as well. So that adds up to 3-11 uh, and 4-14. and, four and 14. I think the Elks, as I was talking about, should have the ability to make plays this season maybe not always more than the other team but more than they have the last two years but are they going to shoot themselves in the foot and that could really be the difference because the, the, on talent alone the Elks might be you know okay might at least be a mediocre team or be flirting with 500 but if you can cut down on those mistakes hey maybe you steal a game or two along the way just because you let the other team be the one that messes something up so a, a little concerning that joan says this today now it is practice and sometimes teams get that out of their system and then they're fine for the game joan's had a little bit more on his displeasure with today's performance i don't care if we run three down plays we're, we're going to run three of them right and we're going to be able to get to the line and we're going to be able to run a play without taking a penalty and know where to go with the football know where to, what gap to run in know who to block those are the things that that we will do we're not gonna we're not gonna you know beat ourselves continually yeah well they can't do that for sure and jones also commented on the process of moving on from a bad practice you gotta sit down and kind of compartmentalize it and just just realize that uh you know it's not going to be perfect this season either you know it's going they're going to be bumps in the road and so we've got to be prepared for those bumps mentally and just know that uh you know you just take them you know one by one individualize it and same thing you do with plays you know, if you have a bad play, you've got to compartmentalize it and go to the next one. All right, so a little bit there from uh, Chris Jones. So hopefully the Elks got that 
out of their system and are uh, a lot sharper for the actual game against the Rough Riders on Sunday. We'll have more on that game from a couple of different angles as we move along tonight. Dave Campbell is going to join me from our broadcast crew between 6.30 and 7. And between 7.30 and 8, he is from Leduc. He played junior football in Edmonton. Then he played for the U of A Golden Bears. He's now going into his second year with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Jaden Dalkey, defensive back, will be on the show. Really cool story about his football career. And I want to ask him about some of his off-field pursuits as well because apparently Jaden Dalkey is a certified skydiver. So I wonder how that meshes with his football career. He'll tell that story later on tonight. All right, I said I would have a list for a trivia question. So what you're going to have to do, you can call in with your answer and we'll put you live on air after the break. Don't call in yet before you even hear the list. So I'm going to read a list here and then you have to tell me what is this a list of. That's all I'm going to say for now. It does, well, it ties into, I, I, won't, I won't say, I'm just going to read the list. And then 780-496-0063, somebody tell me what this is a list of. And the winner gets an Inside Sports Can-Ham t-shirt. Here is the list. Vincent Domfus, Kirk Muller, Guy Carboneau, Gilbert Dion, Kirk Muller, Stefan Lebeau, Guy Carboneau, Eric Desjardins, John LeClaire, John LeClaire. That's the list. What is it? 780-496-0063. Back after the break. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. Oh, a little Weezer coming back from break. I think that's off the Green album. All right. So we're giving away an Inside Sports Canned Ham t-shirt. You have to tell me, what is the significance of this list of names? Vincent Domfus, Kirk Muller, Guy Carboneau, Gilbert Dion, Kirk Muller, Stefan Lebeau, Guy Carboneau, Eric Desjardins, John LeClaire, John LeClaire. We will start with Brad at 780-496-0063. Brad, do you know the answer? in the NHL. Well, you have to be a little more specific than that. You're, you're, <laughs> I, appre- <laughs> I, I appreciate that that was your try, though. Are, are, are you known for being a little bit of a goofball in your circle of friends? He's gone already. Okay. Well, I guess technically, well, actually, those players aren't in the NHL anymore. Uh, let- <laughs> I did not expect that. I thought there might be a wrong answer. I didn't expect that. Let's try Glenn at 780-496-0063. Glenn, what, why did I read off those names? What's the connection? Well, I'm thinking uh, Montreal Canadiens. Uh, can you be more specific? Uh Stanley Cup. Uh, you got to be a little more specific than that. Somebody's getting it. I'll give you one more stab at it. What? What? A, ten? Ten guy? I read off. Well, not ten different names, but a list of ten names. Um, I'm thinking defenseman. I'm sorry, that's not correct. Okay, well, this is tougher than. Didn't Ben win last time? Is it the same Ben? Different Ben. Okay, Ben, go ahead. What is that list? Hello? Yeah, Ben, what's the list? Oh, it's actually a Darren. Darren, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Hey, no worries. <laughs> anyway, uh, from what I remember from that series, uh, we lost 
Uh, they beat LA Kings in four straight games, and, and I think there was two or three overtimes. Patrick Waugh was the rookie goalie. He won the cup that year, and this was the lineup that beat Wayne Gretzky, Rob Blake, and there's a bunch of other players. All right. That's all I remember. That, that's getting closer. I got to be a stickler here, though. Um, and, and first of all, Darren, Patrick Waugh, rookie goalie, was 86, not 1993. Uh, I got to be a stickler, though, because that's not exactly right. This list of names, specifically, yes, they are all Montreal Canadiens. They all played in the NHL. They all won the 1993 Stanley Cup. But it, it's something much more specific and unique than that. Domfus, Muller, Carboneau, Dion, Muller, LeBeau, Carboneau, Desjardins, Leclerc, Leclerc. Who do we have, Kellen? Tom? Tom, take a crack at it. Uh, these are the... They all scored overtime winners during the 93 Stanley Cup. Thank you very much, Tom. Thank you. Got it, baby. Do you remember any of that? You're probably not old enough to remember that. Not quite. Not quite. So the Canadians, uh, in one of the all-time most incredible records, played 20 playoff games. 11 of them went to overtime. They lost the first one to the Nordiques. They won their next 10, and those were the 10 goal scorers of the overtime games in order for Montreal. And yes, Patrick Hall was the goalie. He did win the Smite, but those specifically were the guys who got the overtime goals. Tom, you're getting a canned ham t-shirt. Where does this rank in, amongst the greatest moments in your life? Well, it's got to be up there pretty high. Yeah, it's got to be pretty high. Okay, Tom, thanks. Stay on the line. Okay, Kellen's going to tell you how to get the shirt. Sounds great. All right, so that's that was the list. Uh, Domfus and Muller in the series against Quebec. Carboneau, Dion and Muller against Buffalo. LeBeau and Carboneau against the Islanders. And then in the Stanley Cup final, Desjardins in Game 2. Got a hat trick, and then Leclerc in games three and four in L.A., and then they uh, did not need overtime to win it in game five back at the Montreal Forum. So why did I ask this? It was June 9th, 1993. This is the exact 30th anniversary of the last Canadian team to win the Stanley Cup.